Yo, yo, yo! This is Chris Blair, and I just finished watching some, actually some very exciting football. I got up early uh, Monday morning, I wanted to check out the two the playoff games, and yeah, it was really some good stuff. And you know, it got me inspired me to make this video. I'm talking about some key profit things, things that you can do to make your store profitable. Um, some things I think people are doing wrong, or not really thinking about. You know, again, there's way too much emphasis on ads um, in this game when ads, you know, are important, but how you do it and all, all the other things around ads are actually more important than the ads themselves. Okay, so I'm going to talk about three things here today, okay? One is tracking the patterns on your store, okay? I This has been one of the most important things that I have done in my store is tracking patterns, okay? Um, which helps me not scale recklessly, okay? Because sometimes people scale and they scale recklessly. I mean, seriously, it's just they want to scale, they want to scale on the scale, but they're not paying attention to any patterns on their store, so they scale wrong or they scale at the wrong timing, okay? Another thing I want to talk about is the number of products you should be pushing, okay? Um, whether you should be pushing a lot of products or a few number of products and how that affects your business, okay? And the other thing that I want to talk about is, is some key things to keep in mind when you're launching totally new products. Um, you know, you should be bringing new products, especially if you have an established uh, fan page, established marketplace, a brand, you know, like I do. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a big brand, but a small brand, right? People know your business, right? Um, also in this hyper-competitive marketplace on, on Facebook, right? Bringing out new products are really important. So I'm going to talk about these three things, okay? While we let people get on here, I'm just going to take just a few moments and... and if anyone wants to pop a question into the chat box there, I'll take a look at it. Um, I want to give a little bit of time to people gather before I dig into these top three topics. Any questions today? I see Dave's on, Phil's on, Stefan's on. Cool. Good, good to see you guys. Did you guys check out the football games? Those were two amazing games. I mean, I'm surprised the Chiefs lost, but it was a real tough battle. So no questions coming in. I'm going to give this maybe 10 more seconds. Just questions will pop up. I'll start digging into it. Maybe if I can remember the three points I want to make. Yes. Uh, new products, right? You should, you, be paying, you should be paying attention to launching new products, right? Um, scaling smart. Paying attention to the patterns on your store. Don't scale recklessly. And then the third one I was going to talk about was... Damn, I forgot it. Like, I'll hopefully come back to you. Okay, so let's first of all let's talk about patterns on your store and scaling. Okay, now I'm not going to give my help my competition here uh, by telling the exact days, but I have been running this uh, beer store now for almost a year. Okay, our first sales in the store was February 13th, so it's not not quite a year. It's 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 just under a year. Okay, and I've I've gone back and I've tracked I, the patterns on my store, and I've noticed that there are two days of the week back to back right next to each other right so for example let's just throw them out so for example I'm not gonna say what they are because I don't want to help my competition right um, and every niche is different too so just because this slow days in my niche doesn't mean there'll be slow days in your niche you may not even have any slow days okay but I noticed for example let's just say a Wednesday Thursday or a Saturday Sunday or a Tuesday Wednesday some sort of two-day combination has consistently been slow on my store consistently I mean every single fucking week even leading up to Christmas 
right? Those two days back to back have always been slow. Well now, I have skyrocketed my profit by playing that to my advantage, okay? I know for a fact, also I've also noticed that, that there's three days in a row that are my best days. And then two days are average. So I've got two days back to back that are, are slow. I've got three days that are consistently selling well. And I've got two days that are average. So I literally now have got myself set up in a situation where what I do is I start scaling up aggressively on the two average days. Knowing that I'm going to have to kill some ads that are not working when I go, you know, because when you test, when you, when you scale up, some ads will work, some will not, right? So I start scaling those two days, and I really build up to the profit days, and I've got them optimized well for the profit days. Once the profit days go are over, I don't do any real scaling to the profit days. I want Facebook to, to you know, things. I'm scaling before they come, right? And then I let them run for those three days. And what happens is they're optimized. By the time they hit my optimal profit days, those ads, because I've been scaling over, over two days in a row to get them to that point, they start to really optimize and they kick butt for three days in a row. But then what happens is I know I'm going to my, slow, my two slow days and I don't do any adding of ads at all. In fact, what I do is I consolidate. My, my ad budget starts going down like this on those two days because I know for a fact those two days are bad. But guess what? My profitability has never been higher because I'm scaling down and consolidating on the two days that I know in a row that are not working on my store. And I'm scaling up in preparation for the days that are working. It's this pattern. I've been working that pattern, working that pattern, working that pattern. And my profit from in December and January has never been higher because I'm working the patterns on my store. So guys, I'm not going to tell you what days are because I don't want to help my competition. But number two is if I, if I tell them to you, everyone's going, oh yeah, those are my days. That's not the, that's not, every niche is different. Every niche is different, okay? So scaling is important, right? But scaling when you um, know your patterns. For example, let's just say that you know that Tuesday and Wednesdays are bad for your new store. If you scale up your ads on Monday, right? But your buyers are typically not buying on Tuesday and Wednesday, you're just shooting yourself in the foot because you're literally throwing money at your downtimes. What you should be doing is consolidating on Monday night or Monday or Tuesday morning to eliminate any ads that are borderline and so you have your just your sure winners going during your slow days. That is how you maximize profit. It's brilliant for me. It's absolutely working. I'm, I'm really excited I found these patterns. I went back and I tracked it all. It was really, really, it was so obvious. I mean, there were some rare exceptions, but they were so obvious that there was, days became clear. So pay attention to that. You guys, pay attention to the patterns on your store because if you have them, you can work them to your advantage, okay? Now, the other thing is um, number of products you should be working, okay? Over the last several years of doing e-com, both on Teespring, uh, Represent, a general store, a uh, now a niche store, I've come to realize one thing, okay? Now, at Christmas, I talked about limiting to a finite one, two, three number of hot products, and, and, and that strategy still applies on non-Christmas time. I said that I, I go ahead and expand it out to maybe five, six products. But I, I, I never push hard on more than six products, okay? Six products is my hard ceiling, okay? Why? Well, what I found that if I'm pushing a lot of products, and I tried this for a long time, I mean, last year during March, April, and May, I was trying it, and I, and I really wanted to make numerous products work. And Phil, my buddy on this call, can contest this. We talked about this a lot, and it just wasn't working. I was making a lot of sales, but my profit was very low. Because what was happening was I was cannibalizing myself by having like you know 15, 20 products or whatever running at the same time and spreading my, you know, it just they cannibalize each other. It's really weird. Um, 
what I discovered in, and this is, and I went back to what I was doing before, back in the old days, is focusing on a finite number of products and scaling those is what drives your business. It's the 80-20 rule, and that's what you should be using in your business. And the ironic part is, every day I get sales for sure some advertising. I got, you know, I get, I got 20 to 30, sometimes even much as 40 products selling my store, but I'm only right now currently driving traffic to six of them. Okay, six I'm pushing, and every day I run a new test product. And if I find a test product that works, I switch out the ones that I'm, I'm working, right? So I got my maximum ceiling of six, okay? If I got a new test product that looks, that's looking like it's gonna be better than the one I'm pushing right now, I switch them out. I literally will, will pause the other one and focus on the new one, right? If I find a new win, it's working. So a finite number of products will drive your sale business, right? You're not cannibalizing yourself with the ads. And number two is you are actually getting products. Once people are on your store, they're in a buying mode. And they will buy tons of other shit that you're not advertising, okay? So focus on a finite number of products and push them and try to scale them to the moon. That is how you win in this business. And the third thing I wanna talk about is testing new products. I think you should be testing new types of products all the time. I mean, not all the time, but pretty consistently. Maybe once a month, um, um, come out with a totally new line, something totally you've never done before, okay? Now, one thing you should pay attention to, and this is something that I think is really, really critical, and this has helped my game a lot, is I, when I launch a new product, totally, I'm not saying, I'm not saying for example, let's just say, I, We'll go throw t-shirts. I, I have general idea what t-shirts, I know what my t-shirt prices are, okay? But let's just say I launch, I don't know, buggy whips. It's all product that doesn't exist anymore, but I just want to throw this out an example. I have no idea what the ideal price is for a buggy whip on Facebook or on, on online advertising, right? Um, or online e-commerce store. So I go in it with the idea that I'm gonna be flexible, okay? So when I launch a totally new product, right? I'm paying attention, not necessarily to my sales, right? I guess sales are great, but I mean, if I'm making sales, that's awesome. Then we're good. We, we found the we found the right product. We found we found it's a good winner. This is roll with the price I got, and everything's fine. But usually, that's not the case. Usually, what will happen is, even if the product's good, for them, I launched a product last week. Okay, I'm not gonna say what it is. I launched a new product last week. Now I got two of them up, two different styles of them, and they're selling well. But on the first uh, two days, I ran um, twenty-five dollars in ad spend on the first version of that one that I ran for two days in a row. I let $50 be spent before I touched anything, right? Because I, in this case, I actually had a larger test budget, budget than I would for them. Let's just say I launched a t-shirt, right? Brand new t-shirt. I know t-shirt business really well. I'm not going to spend $50 on a t-shirt test, right? I'm going to spend $10, $15, bucks, $20, and if that shirt's not working, I'm going to kill it, right? But the reason why I went in for $50 on total aspect for two days over this new type of product is this was brand new for me. Brand, brand new, all right? I wanted to see the data. I was buying data. And what was happening was really interesting for me. This is intriguing, okay? So I was getting 70 cent link clicks on average, a lot of link clicks, a lot of comments, and a lot of shares on the post, but zero. I mean, we're talking not one ad to cart over $50 ad spend, and I was paying 70 cents per link click. So that was a lot of link clicks. I mean, it was like 70, I don't know, a good number of link clicks, 80 link clicks, whatever, right? What did that tell me? That told me that my price was too high. So pay attention to your data. Just because a product does not sell, especially if it's a new type of product you don't know, does not mean it's not a bad product or a good product or doesn't mean it's not a good product, doesn't mean it's a bad product. It could mean that your price is not right and often that's the case. That data told me, I said, I'm 100% sure that my price is wrong. 
So I decided to drop it down $5 and see what happens. And the moment I dropped it down, I'm not joking you, I, it was unbelievable. The moment I dropped it down, within three hours, I had five add to carts and three sales. I let it run at the lower price and now this thing is profitable. Now I got a second version up at lower price. So by just being flexible on my price point, yes, I'm making a lot less per unit, but I mean, heck, I'm making sales and, and this drives your business, right? And if you have a good, I mean, you know what, I, I, I'm gonna actually bring in a fifth, a fifth strategy, the fourth topic that I was gonna talk about here for a second. And that is, I'm not always looking for big front end profit. Let me repeat this. I'm not always looking for big front end profit. Um, the reason why is I'm not in the dropship business. I'm not selling shit from China that people are gonna wait two to three, four weeks to get and they're not gonna be so-so about, uh, you know, about the quality. I'm selling high quality printed parts only. I got fast delivery, I got good customer service. I know for a fact that they're gonna buy from me again. There's a very, very good chance they're gonna come back and buy from me again. So I'm willing to take a little less profit on the front end to get them in the door. Once they're in the door, because my cost of acquiring a customer is the highest thing in my business. Now I got them. I can email them. They like my fan page, etc. And I can get them, you know, to buy again and buy over again. So, guys, this is thinking long term and more strategic about your business. And I hope these four, I am doing four tips to help you with the econ business were useful to you guys. I don't know if you see my uh, Facebook uh, wall or, or timeline, whatever you want to call it. They just call it one, that's called a timeline. I've got tons of coaching students who are having success. I love coaching. I want to help you. So private message me if you're interested in coaching and see you in the next video. I hope this was useful.